Hey everybody, welcome to the Greenhouse Podcast. Today we have Peter motherfucking Cannabis. <laughs> yes. uh, World renowned. That's what I was known in high school. The one Peter motherfucking Cannabis. <laughs> Peter motherfucking Cannabis. Thank you for joining us at yes. the Greenhouse. Card, Hi everyone. Right after the intro music of this episode, there is about a three minute technical issue. At about the four minute mark, the mics kick back on and everything sounds great. Enjoy the podcast. Here my home, actually. This yeah, is, uh, this the, is one of my forces. I love looking at every night. The home of Peter Welcome. Cannabis. <laughs> Dude, are you on this porch every night, like checking out? The I, scene? you know what? I do a lot of work from home, so I prefer to just sit out here during the day and crush calls and help people with the future. And this is where I like to think, you know. Dude, this is a great place to crush some calls. Yeah, this is a good thinking space. The other one, um, I, I do like the other thinking space. The other balcony, <laughs> yeah. facing the. Imagine that, Peter this Cannabis. Peter fucking Cannabis. Two patios overlooking the park of Newport. I knew Peter Cannabis. Yeah. Do you know when I moved out to California to pursue and get back in this industry, um, I moved into a tent on a roof in Marina del Rey for you two months. Marina del Rey is pretty fucking nice though. In that house before I could afford uh, uh, my own apartment, before I could move my girlfriend out that I was yeah. to do at the time. And, uh, you know, humility is uh, undervalued. You yeah, have to sure. lose it to be able to gain right, it. Right. Yes. I'm a true believer in that. So yes. um, I, you know, am grateful to God to have the opportunity to find and follow my passion. It gives me the opportunity to see this view. And I appreciate every second of it. Well, thank you for taking the time. Oh, I'm so honored to be on your, uh, your podcast. Thank Likewise, 100%. You. So... We're sitting at a table of these shoes, right? Yeah. So let's talk about these, these for a second. Shoes. Fly sole shoes. Well, you know, let, let's talk about the industrial hemp revolution. Please. Yes. Let's yes. get deeper there. than you know, the hey, shoes. Hey, just, great. You know. Shoes are just a start. Right? Yeah. I chose shoes because most people are yeah. born with two feet. And if you're not, you know, I'll make you a special shoe. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one shoe. Yeah. Well, one whatever. Shoe whatever. Yeah. I'll make you a pad. You know, call me up. So these are the first hemp. Hand-woven hemp shoe in North America. So the ones you have in front of you are, are made out of like a canvas. But the one that I'm wearing, this is actually my very first prototype, you can see is uh, a hand-stitched. Oh my God. And the unique thing about the shoe is that every single pair is one of them. So the pattern will right. not line up on a shoe the exact same twice. way right. twice. And so I designed them like that. Um, He's been rocking these. You've been rocking these since Zurich. Um, well, you know, Maybe. I mean, I made they, a, they got you here. You know, Why change. Um, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of cool when you rake your own shoes. Why would you wear somebody else's? Of course, yeah, one hundred percent. 
And there, you know, it's not just about the shoes. It's about this industrial hemp revolution that you are very much on the forefront of. Like that's. Well, you know, when you this 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 got a start way back in the day, and it failed. Right? We had a um, huge marijuana legalization movement uh, and hemp legalization movement that had its upstart once, and, and it failed for several different reasons. The reason that I believe it failed is because the culture didn't accept it as really a better replacement for many, many textile goods. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, everything besides the leather on your body could be, uh, that you're wearing right now, could be made better, yeah. more durable, antimicrobial, antifungal, hypoallergenic, out of hemp, and waterproof. So, And you uh, think it's the culture that didn't accept it, or do you think it's the powers that be that stood to lose so much they didn't allow the infrastructure to really... Let me, let, let me answer that directly. Yeah. Culture dictates everything. We will, if what we will not accept, we have to stand up together and make a change mm -hmm. as one. Right. The problem, and I see in the country right now, especially, is that we are so bifurcated, we are so divisive from our political stance. Let's come together on a plan that, you know, hemp, industrialized hemp, right. is the gift from God. Amen. It remediates the soil, it removes more CO2 than a tree, it produces better fiber. Better paper. Our constitution is written on it. So if you can't get behind that, heck, that's anti-American. Mm, here, here. Preach. Preach. Here, here. And, and I'm proud to be an American. American. <laughs> Where at least I know I'm free. Not free to grow hemp, though, yeah, interestingly. In Not in our state. Yeah. You know, and, and we we come from Texas. We hail from the great state of Texas, as you know. And um, we are still not able to grow our own hemp. And what we're really uh, nervous about is that industrial hemp will push out um, the medical hemp, the CBD. Well, um, I this past 18 months, or past year, in 2019, I traveled to 68 cities in 19 countries, mm -hmm. building a manifest of each individual industrial or hemp, CBD, THC, minor cannabinoid markets, and where the culture and regulations and everything was going to be. Mm -hmm. This is going to shock you and probably a lot of the people that are watching your podcast. But the future of cultivation of, ref of hemp for refined cannabinoid production will, in my opinion, cease to exist in the United States in the next four years. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. um, economic advantages of uh, labor rates that are achievable in countries like Colombia or Mexico, uh, for two examples in the Western Hemisphere, um, simply will follow the commoditization that's taking place in many agricultural products such as fresh cut flowers or sugarcane. Mm. We don't grow it in this country because the difference between the longest day and shortest day in Colombia is 41 minutes. So the Northern Hemisphere simply can't compete with that many cycle ability. Yeah. Is that Furthermore, four full crops of, of right. hemp a year outdoors? Uh, Three, maybe? Four okay. to five. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you, you, it, it grows relentlessly. Yeah. And if you climate... It's a relentless plant. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. And is. if what you climate word. control yeah. it, and the institutional type of capital that's been invested in these countries, mm -hmm. because yeah. they already recognize that it's only going to go one way. you got to forecast for... Um, CBD isolate, an isolated molecule to be trading at $100 a kilo in the future, mm -hmm. just like sugar. I mean, you yeah. got uh, to think about that um, three years ago, we were selling at 18.5, 12.5 the next year, 6,500 last year. I'm selling it for 1,500 bucks right now. Wow. So just CBD so or for, or for CBD isolate. Oh, yeah. And so 
industrial time online. The well, no. future of the industry in the United States um, is short-lived. When you turn on institutions like Mexico, which already have, you know, uh, agricultural producers with 20 straight kilometers of established greenhouse. They can just take, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll cover out this mile mm-hmm. and flip it over. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, I, I hear that, and, and I totally I see that. But what what say you about the smokable hemp? That's really a, um, that is a concern that um, the smokable hemp flower will be banned. Um, hence, you know, kind of paving the way to ban any smokable flower of any sort in Texas. It's very strange, um, this kind of land this? that we're living in. So, you know... Um, the, the, the reason that the United States has really lost this battle is because we are so bifurcated in our state laws that say, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And Texas, unfortunately, is suffering from that exact um, consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, when we launched the state system in Washington, they were pro. I mean, we literally set up the track and trace office in the WLCB. And so yeah. um, unless Texas... Uh, they shouldn't ban that because there's a lot of medicinal purposes. And Thank actually, you. smokable hemp um, is probably the only sub-facet of the industry that will survive in the United States because the importation of hemp flour for smoking purpose that will be refined to that nature will not come from those importing. They'll get to refine it into an isolate mm-hmm. or a distillate or, you know, an easily yeah. shipped container. So... Um, right. There's something to be said for, you know, local flour, um, artisan flour. Yes. And that you know, just die. as there are, you know, the, yeah. the marijuana flour that we love so much, you know. Because right. you just, put yourself into yeah. growing the plant. Yes. It really yes. is a reflection of how much you care you for yourself. You want to be one time removed yes. from what you smoke. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. You want to have access to yeah. know what it is. I yes, wouldn't smoke right, flour right. coming out of Mexico. Right. Right. Like, you know. Right. No. Sure. No. But, you know, the isolate, you know, who, who fucking knows? Who cares? This it's is all, this is all sort of future thinking right like this mm-hmm. is what will Very, come you know? yeah. what what is stopping that from becoming that reality like are there still any stop gaps now that are like hurting hemp uh, fully coming online industrially uh, so um, industrial hemp uh, let's classify the two here the industrial hemp production cultivation of hemp for industrial purposes versus refined cannabinoid sure. production whether it be miners or CBD um, industrial hemp will survive in the United States um, but the United States is very far behind in uh, building the key linchpin, which is the production and uh, extraction, or I'm sorry, the processing facilities to make it into fibers, to make it into you know usable textiles that we can develop and 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 uh, replace cotton or replace. Um, it's a other huge infrastructure, though. That has it's to a be built. neat, yeah, and and so there's a couple different, uh, really forward-thinking uh, states that are taking. Um, like industrial waste sites mm-hmm. and they're planting hemp. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect for, you know, put on your body. So you know, right. You're not yeah, going to yeah. ingest what it. What an right. interesting thing. And so, so it's like toxic waste yeah. land. You like go mm-hmm. plant some hemp on it and mm-hmm. it absorbs. Yeah, plant it at Fukushima. It takes radiation out of the ground. Yeah. Wow. You know? It's just This is the Chernobyl. best. It's, it's this, amazing. It's here it's to save our world, I'm telling you. This uh. is, it's here to free the people. Uh, it's here to reverse this negative paradigm that we've been demonizing plant-based medicines. Right. It's here to elevate our consciousness, yeah. f- you know, free us from PTSD, reduce inflammation in our body, mm-hmm. uh, help us with our neurological diseases. The deprivement of the endocannabic system of the human being is the most uh, tragic um, mm-hmm. thing I think the United States government has done 
Yeah. God, yeah. Amen. And you think of, and, I mean, amen. Like, it seems systematic. It's like ripped it, from the. Well, think about it. I mean, the United States is built on is what uh, I was a say. corporate agenda to <laughs> feed us food that makes us sick, treat us, uh, treat those ailments, not cure them, feed us more medicines to tr- treat the symptoms of those medicines, yeah. <laughs> and eventually we rot away and die. Right. You know, uh, unless you're conscious of uh, and make your own choices. Uh, and that's what I want to inspire with these shoes. We are here yeah. to inspire yes. the uh, embrace uh, people to embrace industrialized hemp. The revolution is coming mm-hmm. through style, through comfort, yes. through a lifestyle brand that's going to move into some other categories of niche that in, that are like um, you know accent pieces. Yes, does yes. that make sense? It yeah. does. It makes perfect sense. They're accent pieces, and they're more than that. I mean, they're. They're true, um, true pieces of self-expression. It's not just, ooh, I'm loud, I'm flashy, here I am. It's also, you know, that, that I care. I've made a commitment to, um, you know, this planet. To making one plant-based decision, right? Because even if you buy them because you think they're fly, because I love them, you're making that decision to and buy a And we give the consumer so. a choice of four charities the Amazon to the ocean to the United States of uh, of choices they can donate a portion of each sale to. Wow. So they mail wow. us back the postcard, tell us what you want. Or So real we quick, uh, we, we wow. skipped over it, but what is the Instagram handle? Fly Soul Shoes? Soul like your soul. Right. Because yeah. you got to kind of have a little fly soul to carry it off, you know? So not S O L E S O U L. Fly Soul Shoes on Instagram. Fly Soul Shoes. So back to the the endocannabinoid system and the the deficiencies. I'm seeing some studies that are just coming out on migraines, ADHD, things of this nature. Alzheimer's. They're now they're now pointing to endocannabinoid deficiencies as the premise of these issues. Fun fact. Fun fact. What's going on? What's happening? Is that like Pee Wee Herman's like crazy? So the fun fact is we couldn't we couldn't prepare you. We had to haze you. No, it's good. I feel welcome. So the fun fact is CBD or or the cannabinoids themselves, your endocannabinoid system, but the CBD specifically is. Um, I believe the only thing we found that can actually go in and remove the plaque from the brain that leads to Alzheimer's. So getting back to what a miracle it actually is, this plant is fucking amazing. Yes. I mean, it does so much yeah. for so many people. It there, does. There's over a 5% variance in its DNA content from plant that is of a wide range. There's like a, not, there's like a 0.3% or less variance between you and a chimpanzee. Think about that for a minute. Think about how long it's been around to right. have genetically mo- mon- uh, you know, modified itself. Yeah. Mm. That's why, oh you know. Oh, my God, you, your you, face <laughs> just got like <laughs> That's why you like, see, um, if you say, plant the same genetic at sea level versus 1,800 meters, you're going to have a completely different. Oh, every microclimate. The yeah, terpenes yeah, yeah, yeah. will come out differently. You know, yeah. um, you can't take genetics from Canada and plant them in Jamaica. They think you can, though. A lot yeah, of people yeah. fucking... Yeah. Well, they've ruined yeah. Jamaica. The, the Jamaica used yeah, to have Jamaican gold. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. We were all in Jamaica. Yeah, were you in Jamaica? Peter yeah. Was there. Hey. Yeah. He's a sneaky little guy, you? though. You got yeah. to know where to find him. You well, got to know where to find him. You Under the radar. Got you now. <laughs> so we're not going to let you go. So let's talk about Jamaica and what's happening there and all of the new strains cropping up and Canadian money flowing in and what the fuck's going on? Well, in 2015, hmm. Biotrack, where I was the CIO, CFO of, 
designed and implemented the track and trace for the University of West Indies and the University of Technology in Kingston. And we passed and wrote the law with Minister Paulwell to uh, legalize the possession of cannabis on the island up to two ounces. We thought they were on the fast track to becoming a very successful country at that point. Um, but Jamaica has a, uh, a cultural hurdle to get over by which there's a lot of greed and there's Very a lot well of corruption put, right. and everybody wants it. And the pride of Jamaica mm-hmm. has cost them the opportunity pride is to a actually huge hindrance. really be anything in the industry. Yeah. Because the branding of Jamaica was, you know, come to Jamaica, get the, on our beaches, it was drink self-branded. our, you know, yeah. swim yeah. in our ocean, right. yeah. you know, smoke smoke our ganja. get laid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. People, people be getting naked in Jamaica. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, like we, we went to, when we were there once, we, we like were there with our, my stepdaughter and walked out onto our balcony, like just gotten into the hotel room. Big cliff overlooking this thing, and a boat full Tight. of just naked old people <laughs> yeah. that cruises up right underneath us. And we're like, "Well, we're like, welcome well, to Jamaica." The people that people are doing freaks, that are not usually baby. the people you want to see. Naked. Right, right, right. right. No, 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 every no. time, it's every like time. Yeah. you see like swimsuit models. Like, no. <laughs> uh, I saw something slide down the slide that I. Oh yeah, don't you even, don't want. You but Jamaica has yeah. um, still um, regulated their program to a medical. So. In other words, if you're a tourist, you have to go into a place and lie to a doctor, say, right. you know, just to get legal I cannabis. did. They're I have okay. my medical card. Say, they're okay with it. Yeah. Mean. Of course they are. Liz Groh has her medical card right, in Jamaica. Right. But, um, you know, the <laughs> industry, um, over the past decade, uh, a great friend of mine, Dr. Daryl Hudson, um, who's a world-renowned geneticist, um, PhD in this industry uh, in Canada, outside of Toronto, uh, has been studying the cannabinoid contents and THC levels of Jamaican cannabis for over a decade. In Jamaica? In Jamaica. in Jamaica. They have a, a wellness retreat um, in Jamaica as well wow. that they do psychedelic research. Wow. Ayahuasca available? Uh, well, yeah. We, we encourage that. <laughs> Every podcast. We can talk about that. <laughs> Every podcast. <laughs> the Greenhouse Podcast. We can talk about that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, sure. And so... Uh, over the past decade, Jamaican gold had a certain THC, and you could find mm-hmm. it, you know, in various areas of the island. People have been introducing uh, CBD and hemp into the island, right. and not understanding. And this is part a classic example of Jamaican arrogance that is costing them everything. Is that they've been smuggling it in, planting it, and not pulling the males, and it's been pollinating. Uh, the entire island and so there used to be no cbd on jamaica no cbd in their strains now it's a one-to-one everywhere wow and uh Mm. is that where lamb's breath went i mean is that what Mm. basically yeah i mean i mean it just diluted 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 diluted. you're on an island right you got it you know how you're going unless you're going through your field and pulling your males right you're, that's you're not screwing happening. everybody. Right. So but that's not mind. their way of, I mean, their way no, of No, but that was is, it. Right. So when we were in Canex in Jamaica, I don't know bless if you're, you. bless you, <laughs> I don't know if you were at that, uh, that one uh, geneticist panel, and Dr. Daryl Hudson was on the panel with several other people. I don't, I don't believe people. I was. Uh-huh. And the Jamaican said, you know. We were. Got up oh, we saw no, that. Yeah. We yeah. shot that. Yeah. And yeah. it was almost like very, you feel the confrontation, the conflict in the room. Yes. It was, you know, after all these conferences, that was the best because he came up and he said Jamaica is about combining all the weed from the island smashing and smashing it, it together yep. and, and that's, Shipping and that's it out. what we're going to act for and he doesn't understand that that's 
not what the industry's about. It's not about smushing your weed together. It's about refining our art of what we can create to help people. It's not really about getting high. The secret is, you know, everybody likes to smoke and get high. I love it. But it's really about what we can do to change the planet and and help humanity become healthy again. Yes. Yeah. yes. You know? Yes. I mean, come on, people. Let's this get is over a gateway this. drug. Yeah. This is a gateway drug to health and happiness, 100%. Because you can't not think about the other decisions that you make on a daily basis. When your stress level is, level is down and you're in communion with a plant, you start thinking about things that are real. Well, it literally you know, aids in, with homeostasis, yeah. right? It levels out every system in yes. your body. And that, yes. I mean, is a huge But even at a societal level, do you yes. see what we're doing right now? Oh, it's super we're communal. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen super like, communal. anybody like get no. high and like, <laughs> get into a fight? No. Yeah, right, no. right. Or, it doesn't or, like, happen. No. doesn't no. happen. Or, you know, feel. Yeah. Right. Yes. you become right. more, you know, you, you share. Yes. You express kindness. Yes. You express ideas, you know, and vulnerabilities. You know, in a, in a space that we, you know, oh my God, this is live. This is being recorded. You know, it's hardcore recorded. And um, we're, we're doing something big with this conversation right now. But yet, I don't feel encumbered by, you know, like fears of like looking like an idiot with you guys, you know, because we've shared this you but, know, together. You know, so I encourage people to smoke on the street, to be honest with you. Yes. Because I want people to smell it. I want people to be familiar with it. I want their kids to smell it. So Cal- California now, I, I'm, you might already be aware of this, but very recently, there's only five. If you have a doctor's recommendation, there's only five places you can't smoke in the state of California in public. Wow. And it's, um, I mean, you got to look at the Pop Brothers a lot. School. That's where, yeah, that's yeah. where. Within <laughs> that's like so many, yeah, the best. The, uh, within well, so what's many their feeders, Friday called? Uh, Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up Fridays. Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew the answer. Yeah, they're great, they're great. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> operating great. a boat is one of the places in public that you can't smoke within. Operating a boat. Operating right, a DUI. boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. in yeah. a vehicle that is operating. Um, mm. Within so many feet of a school, yeah. and there, there's two others. I Place forget what they heard, but wow. uh, Place of what worship. they were. The why? What if you use the herb for worship? Well, I, mean, I, don't know, I was just throwing out. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> throwing out. <laughs> I don't know. I would um, certainly use it. <laughs> but that's why I really have yeah. made more of a transition away from the regulated THC market here in California and letting the dust settle. I mean, you know, there's I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some truth right now. The regulated market is surviving because they're participating in both sides. And you know, eighty percent of the legal market in California is black market illegal. products. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, no, no, in the legal dispensary market, yep. that is a chain of custody, mm-hmm. which only legal product, tested product, makes but it into. There's, we're talking about there the are, state is of a California. more robust, even existing in LA, black market dispensary right. that yeah. they are selling their yep. excess products right. they're producing on their yep. old facilities, yep. labeled in, and yep. they're just putting it in the market, and you know. Listen, you can't really blame them, to be honest with you, because uh, the taxation system in the state of California, you know, I I remember I was at, in 2015, the first Department of Taxation um, hearing on how to design the track and trace system. At that point, you know, we tried to give the state an idea of, listen, you can't thwart the industry, you have to give taxation at various levels. We had reconstructed the taxation um, code for Washington because they had learned this lesson already. And you felt they were on board. But, at but the time. well, 
you know, this was early. This is 2015. So right. by the time it really got handed down, uh, so many more influencers had come in to try different techniques to really get the state. What they did is really screwed themselves because yeah. if they were to actually provide the industry, at, especially in the beginning, a little less of a taxation um, or actually significantly less taxation and tax it in a different model associated with production at various life cycle changes of, uh, of, of change plant, of custody, yeah. right. um, they would have made a lot more money. Instead, they have made it literally or nearly impossible, and especially in L.A. is a, a, a tragic example, right. to make money in uh, in the legal market. It's just, mm. you know, why would I buy an eighth of cannabis at $75 when I can go next or listed on right. lead maps and buy it for 25 bucks. That's 1992 yeah. pricing. Yeah. It's 2020. I mean, the black market's yeah. killing it right oh, now, man. it's crushing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What so, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Okay, so walk us through the track and trace a little bit. So for yeah. those that, that don't understand um, what's been rolled out or what, what is, you know, up your sleeve when it comes to that. Well, um, in order to provide a closed-loop economic system for an agriculturally tracked product. You need to make sure that there's no illegal or illicit inventory coming in and out of it, right? Right. You need to make sure that you're not having money laundering taking place. You need to make sure that you're not delivering this regulated commodity to um, people that shouldn't get it, like children. Mm -hmm. And so, really though, what that means is that you need to have, unlike any other agricultural product, a track and trace down to the gram for cannabis. So when Washington went live, uh, 37 country, uh, companies bid on the RFP for uh, track and trace software program for the governmental regulatory system. Mm-hmm. BioTrack THC, which is based in Fort Lauderdale, um, won that bid. And um, w- during the implementation of that, uh, we you know, learned a lot about you know, what taxation models should work or yeah. you know, you know, how to not allow monopolization or you know, big corporate interests just to own the whole market. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, it was the beginning of the industry. So track and trace is literally quintessentially important for the opening of international trade. Right. So one day we will have a federal legal system. One day we will be able to export California branded cannabis because California or branded Texas. cannabis is yes. the best in the world. <laughs> Tell Texas comes. Tell you that yeah, every day of the right. week Until and twice Texas. on Sunday. Spoken spoke like a Texan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just wait till we catch up, California. <laughs> but I'm saying this, when, and it has a premium all around the world. Yes, but give me, it does. Give me a little insight on how it's even traceable down to the ground. So um, there's a couple different techniques to do it that are implemented right now in, in the United States. Uh, RFID tagging, radio frequency identification, is implemented oh. by Biotrack's largest competitor and the winner of the state of California's contract called Metric. Mm. And that is a company called Franwell at the core, which really developed the system to track cabbage. It's really inaccurate. <laughs> there, I wrote a paper in 2016 of 16 different ways you can sneak uh, pounds out the back door. Right, right. Cabbage um, wars. And it's, okay. they <laughs> Look That's for just it in the spring. In they the won, when, so when Colorado and Washington went live, Biotrack won Washington, Metric won Colorado. And, um, you know, it's been a learning process for both companies since and a battle of who's going to get the next state contract. Um, California was a beast like no other because it's the fifth largest economy in the world. Yeah. 
you know, 60% of the cannabis in the world is grown here. I mean, it is... It might be an underestimate. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's conservative. <laughs> and so, um, and it's huge. So uh, trying to regulate an existing market right. versus something that was coming new yeah. is uh, proving to be more cumbersome than a track and trace system. Uh, and anyone that exists, in my opinion, really uh, can handle it. But um, metric has an RFID tagging system to answer your question, and you just scan your RFID reader. But in Colorado, we saw an example of an example of them just being in a box and scan the box, yeah. and mm-hmm. you're growing eight rooms, you're not reporting. And that's gonna happen with the system. Right. So why, why is cannabis, why is it a necessity to track to that level because when it's a Schedule One on regulated drug. Right. So if we uh, it's a federally that, illegal if drug. We, if we lose that, <laughs> it's like I mean, if we ditch that, so much right? Money and is being spent cannabis comes well, down well, to the well, well, let, Let's let's first off, it enables it a government to tax you. Okay. Let's yeah. right. let's get down to the oh, nitty gritty. Yeah. So so what is your question, Ash? What was your what, what I'm sorry. Yeah, so no. if we if we if we drops down to Schedule Five as hemp has, what what game changer is that? Do we now get to consume? lemon extract the same as cannabis extract because it's no longer schedule one like is that their is that their hook in the fish is that schedule one classification um that's a part of the hook the the other side of the hook is We're in the conspiracy Yeah, it's conspiracy segment of the podcast. What is the second one? Cannabis, what you got? (laughs) (laughs) It's all about money. It really is. It's all about the dollar. No! (laughs) So that's the reason. It's not a safety issue. It's not a, there's no No. other play. That's what they're going to, you know, safety plays a part in it. You know, if we're going to give medicine to people, let's make sure it doesn't make them sick. I mean, that makes sense, right? Oh, God, yes. I would like to smoke. Regularly tested cannabis. Yeah, you know, when awesome. I smoke, I smoke yes. clean organic cannabis. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, preferably outdoor. You know? But for hundreds mm-hmm. of years, millions of people have smoked cannabis grown in the hills by hippies that don't wash their hands. Yeah. Without much fact. Re- <laughs> recourse, <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> been so an deep. industry, right? <laughs> Dirty. But we start talking That's why it about smells so good. The yeah. beginning That's that of the industry. <laughs> When what were we talking about earlier? 2012, 2000, when the first money really came in, and and we start we start looking at this new horizon of cannabis. Well, you know, um, you know, pioneers in the industry in Colorado, like Norton Abraleas and Los Arias of Green Horizon, and reportedly of uh, Netta in Massachusetts, and and they founded River Rock in Colorado uh, in 2009. You know. Uh, these guys were are really like the heroes of the industry. Uh, Norton was recently in National Geographic um, about his struggle about how, you know, from a legal standpoint, they had attacked two attorneys that uh, you know believe so heavily in plant medicine that uh, you know they took a you know everything they had to you know really provide a legal evidence and efficacy for undeniable fact this is a medicine. This makes you better. You are what country was this in? This was in Colorado. Colorado in the U.S. And so, you know, that's really where I think the you know Colorado was really um, the really the launch pin. Mm-hmm. Really they the are. Launch point for it. Side note: California. I mean, you know, they, they made a medical in, in '98, but uh, Colorado by beginning to track it and right. agreeing yes. to do that made it came to a, a level where now we can tax it and mm-hmm. now we can pay the IRS income tax and yeah. now we can have a federally regulated system and eventually we'll be able to export our cannabis right 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the United wow. States will have a THC revolution. Right. Yeah. Yes. But that has to be trackable at each point of the process, right? Absolutely. Raw material, extracted yeah. material, finished product. And because and if there's a the recall, you need to be able to right. find out where it came <laughs> yeah. from. That, I, I guess that's the root of it, right? Yeah. There's no there's, pot there's recall. A, there's a the most advanced system procedure. that I've come across after all of the track and trace systems that I've looked at, from Switzerland, SICPA, SICPA to um, you know what exists in the marketplace is now a system called Backbone. Uh, they're the same guys that built QuickBooks and um, oh, wow. and, and NetSuite that sold it to Oracle. Nice. They've mm-hmm. come in with a real ERP that gives you just a life cycle dashboard of where it stands through the entire life cycle. It's, mm-hmm. it's really oh, an advanced system. So. Yeah. Backbone. Interesting. Backbone. Wow. Backboneiq.com. Okay. Can I? I, I love your, your passion. Is it's so like it's hard not to just like get fired up being around you, man. <laughs> like like I think you you um you, you've got such a, a an amazing depth and knowledge for this, and uh, you're fired up about it. I would love to know what is sort of your future, like your ideal future. Like what does it look like for America and, and this and this hemp game and this uh, and really the the cannabis, you know. Uh, revolution, baby. <laughs> um, well, uh, I was working for that law firm until my birthday in August, and I resigned to launch the shoe company. So I'm very focused on this. Fly but I'm, soul I'm, shoes. I'm moving Fly myself. Soul shoes. Fly soul shoes. <laughs> so fucking awesome. Dude. Okay, we just wrote you a jingle. Fly soul shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Forty-two cents. We don't take a dime but, less. To be quite honest. Um, <laughs> I don't serve that company best as a CEO or even a C-level executive. I'm best as, you know, being on the road and yeah. spreading the, my, my vibe. Dude, and yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, Vibe spreader. The uh, <laughs> uh, former executive vice president of uh, Nike for the past 13 years, Danny Tway, is coming in as a CEO. And I built a team of all my friends in the cannabis industry. So we're a team of passionate people for it, and we're going to make that happen. But um, I... Uh, I accepted the role as the Global Expansion Officer for Green Horizon, California. Uh, we uh, are building a million square foot cultivation facility in Coachella and launching uh, a brand called Natural States for CBD and hemp products of many, many different categories in 23 countries in the next 24 months. And so I'll be launching the first uh, beauty CBE health and wellness woman facing line in Harrods in London this upcoming quarter, and uh, an edible line in Japan, uh, and culturing each product by the geography in this. In the can can I get some of those edibles, or do I gotta import them no, from Japan? You, <laughs> like, um, and you know, this I manufacture line, them. This Harrods a, woman's line, uh, you know, you you gotta test on. You gotta test on your girl, Liz Grow. Okay, my name is Liz Grow. So yeah, well, every podcast, every single time. Well, I I believe no. that the woman is really the uh, decision maker. What? Women are much better leaders than we are. We just had this conversation like, last week. You know, Thank so you. it's like it's so obvious to <laughs> me, you know. And so the sooner we can get out of this male-dominated society, the better we'll be, in my opinion. So Hillary for president? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm not no, saying that. No, it's no, it's much better I, uh, than that. I would, I like Bernie's that. chances, but I love mm-hmm. Elizabeth yeah. Warren too. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, it's so, much bigger than that. You know, it's definitely just as long as you get the orange demon out of there. Right? Mm. <laughs> Peter <laughs> loves demon. that guy. <laughs> Peter Big Cannabis on Instagram. Do, um, is the stage still <laughs> is this, burning? Is, is this a yeah, we need to bring that. Oh, uh, this is the jacket yeah. I got. Yeah, let's about this jacket. Let's talk about this jacket. <laughs> I got this. Uh, I was a swimmer. I was a competitive swimmer. I got this jacket in sixth grade. And, uh, you haven't grown since sixth no, grade. No, I was this big. The, <laughs> wow. the beard too. Wow. Was awkward. I walked around. I was like, "Hey, Jimmy." <laughs> <laughs> like Twenty-nine. No, no, I, I, I got it big. Yeah. So I could grow into it. Yeah. yeah. Intention. You were that smart as a six-year-old. And so this is SA for. <laughs> I don't know. What is this? What is this? San Antonio. Oh, uh, yeah. St. Uh, Andrews School. It's a. Yeah. My mother was a flight attendant uh, for forty-two years, and she would fly. <laughs> to commute to, uh, to Chicago, to fly to China, to fly back, commute home, and then work a second job to pay for me to go to this private school. And so my life goal is taking care of her. And this, this, this past January, I, because I was able to accomplish it, I drove every earthly possession across the country, moved her into the building next door. <laughs> and, Hi, Mom! And uh, <laughs> she is retired. Nice. Yes. Was that her uh, official retirement? Uh, was yeah. she working up until you, you snatched yeah. her up? Yeah. Nice. Amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's so gorgeous. Beautiful yeah, she's a, oh. Congratulations. We should have had so Mom on the podcast. That's why it makes me feel right? Let's get Mom on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, she's next door. We'll <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so wow. tell us about some speaking engagements you have coming yeah. up or, you know, yeah. things that are. So um, Green Horizon is uh, the entry for the Hillfigger family to enter the uh, industry. Nice. And so Tommy and, uh, is our co-founder. And so his daughter and I um, are going to be touring uh, certain locations in Europe um, and uh, Asia and South America and Central America and the United States really conveying the message of how this plant uh, can help. Um, I'll let her speak about her story, but um, she's written a book that's a New York Times bestseller called Bite Me about her battle with Lyme disease. Oh, oh wow. sweet. And how not uh, sweet, uh, some sweet. of the proprietary she's, formulations yeah. were coming I'm out. I'm laughing, with. but she's, I'm not laughing. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> shitty <laughs> choice of words, but <laughs> you know what I mean. But we've developed a medicine yeah. involving cannabinoids right. that's treating it. Yeah. Successfully, wow. so wow. it's and it's we are doing plan. a yeah, so Green Horizon plan. has yeah, a lot of things to come. Great. Green Horizon, California. That's so nice. beautiful. That that's really like you're such a Renaissance man. You know, you are. You, no, it's you truly. <laughs> are. I knew. Yeah, 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 no, no, you really are. You you're you're touching so many pieces of this uh, plant in these industries. You know, um, if you could pick one, mm. if you could just pick one thing, what would it be? Industrialized hemp. And what thing within industrialized hemp? Fashion. What? Oh, killing it! Yes. Killing it! Oh, I you love can't that. stump this fucker. Yeah. Like, he's beautiful. got the, oh, got the answer. <laughs> hey, I'm not trying to stump. He's I'm just um, I'm so to hear grateful the that I can right. think <laughs> questions. You know, you know? while well, I can't, it just kind of dawned on me. You know, last night when we were prepping for this, it's like, oh, wait a minute. It's my podcast. I can ask whatever I want. Yes. Because I'm so curious, you know, about, you know, people who are truly changing this industry, changing the way we are conscious about hemp and this plant and marijuana and fashion, you know. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it's just, just, it's a cooler way to be. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're in line with, uh, you know, it's good for the whole and not just yourself. 
uh, you start making better ideas. You know, life is not about you. It's about altruism. It's about loving the common man Mm. and not expecting anything in return. Doing it for the love. Mm. Peter's a master hippie. You know. Amen. Yeah, I I, I practice plant medicine. I practice ayahuasca. Um, You know, I get in touch and talk to God as much as I possibly can. I live by God's justice. And hemp is God's justice, man. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. It's God's Amen. justice. It's another Amen. shirt. We got about 12 Damn. shirts God out of Peter Damn. today. Let's Seriously. do it. Let's print some. So, <laughs> do you think it is possible to, um, do you think it's possible to, like, what does the campaign have to be? How do we keep convincing people to buy him? Yes. Um, you know, Wearing it starts it, at a couple cool different levels there. I mean, obviously, rocking these motherfuckers. Taking but, off uh, the leather yeah, and yeah. putting on the hemp. I hear you, universe. <laughs> you know, you, you got to make it cool. <clears throat> you got to you know, cool. You got to make it something you identify with. If somebody looks at them and is like, damn. And then, and then you say, wow, it's made out of hemp. And they're like, because Have you ever had the reaction to these that, Let's do that. they're not cool? Nope. Not once. Not once. No, I've seen cool. the reaction. I walked around in a show once that when it told me... I, I'm, I just made it for myself. I found a sh- little town in Mexico and I make these with a family that's a fifth generation cobbler. And this is my very first pair I made. And I was walking around in it. Dude, these are... And I just made it for myself. It's a game changer, And right? I got stopped 27 times in one day. Where did you I get these? Where are those shoes from? And I was like, maybe I should do something with this. <laughs> what, um, what, uh, how long have you had these? My grandmother died in June 4th. Uh, and that's, I was running on the uh, beaches of Tel Aviv, serving the purpose of this law firm that I had no interest in. Yeah. And I couldn't get home to take care of my mom. I said, you know what, I gotta do this. And I said, I'm gonna take the shoe that I designed, let's start a business, June 4th. Beautiful. Wow, I've wow. never, um, I've never held a sh- another man's shoe for so long <laughs> <laughs> and listened to the story. Man. This foot has walked the earth. This this shoe has gotten around. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> <coughs> uh, man, it's, uh, it's amazing. I just, I'm so inspired by you, man. You thank know, you. Oh, thank thanks, you man. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. I have to tell you, you've totally fulfilled all of my um, preconceived notions. Mm. Um, just with stories and, you know, little things that I've seen in social and here and there. And, you know, your name is Peter, but I feel like, you know, you're kind of a Jay Peterman figure. You're this man who, you know, on Seinfeld, we all know Jay <laughs> Peterman. Okay, Wait, because... He's hiking uh, through the yeah, hills. Yeah, Josh has also, you know, described you to us, and... Yes, you're like this Jay Peterman figure who is who's gone all over the earth, who is just uh, he's altruistic. He's there for common man. He's there for his fellow man, and he wants to make the world a better place. And so he's bringing back these beautiful shoes, or this root that you put between your teeth, and you feel it. You know, I'm just like you're like the explorer that brings back little gifts for us. Yes, I I gave up the direction of my life to God when we started practicing ayahuasca. And it's been very ups and downs, but I was fortunate enough to serve the, the Fortune 500 law firm of Zuber Lawler and be the director of their cannabis client uh, practice. Wow. And um, when you live out of a suitcase for 18 months and travel 25 days a month, you meet awesome people. You yeah. realize that the things that people value, like cars and 
like you know possessions and even real estate really don't matter it's a fallacy yeah even money's a fallacy in my opinion it's a, something that's created by society that really doesn't have any truth value it's, it's just what, what is we, value we agree that there's value is the only reason there it's, is value yes. you know what the Truly. most powerful and valuable currency there is it's your effect on others with that you can change the world and so money is the placation of our weakness. When you give up the importance of it in life, you know, you can live off a, l- a little bit. Yeah. Money mm. is the Deep. placation of our weakness. That's another shirt. That's That's shirt 13 today. I really felt that. I really felt that. Because, you know, we're talking about veganism and we're talking about, you know, how to live a more plant-based life recently. And, um, you know, we're weak and we have to placate that by... Oh, it's my mom. What? Hey. Oh, sh- oh, done it. Oh, did you lose her? Oh. Call, call, call her back. Call her back. Yeah, call, call her back. 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 I want her to hang over the balcony. No, uh, she's uh, right on the other side. I can't she's see in, her. Oh, she's in it. a little more. Mom? Oh, this is great. Yes. Hi, Mom. Hey, hey, hey. Mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a podcast on my balcony right now, and you're on speakerphone. Say hi. <laughs> oh I'm doing a, pl- a podcast on my balcony right now, being filmed in video, and you're on speakerphone in front of everybody right now. Say hi. Hello. Hi. hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Greenhouse Podcast. How you doing tonight? Well, how are you? I'm I'm living my best <laughs> life. I'm I'm hanging out with your son. He's he's an angel. He's an angel from heaven. That's my assessment as a as a Texan. Uh, we're talking about the cannabis industry moving to Texas and hoping that it, it happens sooner rather than later. Well, you just you know, it's what you wish for, it'll come true. <laughs> yes, it will. Oh, we see where Peter oh, gets Mom, it from, right? We love you, Mom. Thank you so much. I love you so much, Mom. I'll I'll, uh, oh. I'll give you a call after this. <laughs> You're All so right, wonderful. We'll, we'll come and take t- Tommy for a walk. Okay, bye. Bye. I get to walk Yay. with my mom. Oh, How great God. is that? You know, I feel Life like we good, all got a hug from your mom just now. Yeah, yeah. It felt really good. It yeah. felt really good. We can try and get her high. <laughs> doesn't work? Does no, it work? No. <laughs> But, hey, uh, she's got a, you know, she's living her best life, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. She's free. She's great. How are we looking? Oh, man, we're, we're, we're great. We're great. Um, I, I wanted to do uh, one thing before, uh, before um, we move. We move on in this phase. <laughs> uh, is I, I would love to know just the, you know, wh- tell me about the shoe's longevity. Does it break apart? I mean, because all you hear about is hemp is stronger than everything, dude. And fucking, I'm telling you, like, and I'm part of it. I fucking breathe it. I know it, but I have had, I have no practical knowledge of it. So, yeah, is it like, question. is it, is it, is it as badass as people saying? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it really is, man. It's waterproof, so it repels things. It's antifungal, so it's not going to get stinky. It's antimicrobial, so it's not going to have stuff growing off your feet. Mm. I found a company make a hemp heel. that is making the soles out of hemp seed. And so I'm going to th- try and make one 
The soul. Wait, wait. Hey, listen. You could plant it. You could plant it, and a, you know a hemp plant will come out, and a biodegradable. But what? it's you shitting me. That, that's where we're going, bro. That's where we're going. That's 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 the future. That is the future. The future is now. Wow. That is amazing. I told you he has all the answers. You don't. Well, I'm telling you. Imagine when you wear it out, you plant your shoes. And a hemp plant. Grant. Get the fuck out! Oh, it's so. That's it's up. just so cool. That is okay. Now, up. now, how does how does how does this how does one make rubber from said plant? So they they make a they take the hemp seed and they take recycled PVC, uh, the the tubing, mm-hmm. and they melt it down and ta-da! Now, Whoa. what the the addition of the hemp seed is my idea. I like that. How long? You'll figure it out. Figure it out. We'll get into details. Off, I got a off couple. Camera, I got a couple uh, you're gonna make it improvements coming to the shoe. That's gonna be like mm. really cool. I just want to know when the ladies comes out. Oh, we have they ladies have right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have any. And we have slip-ons, so and like these are just my, you know, shoes. You came to my house, and I had just, you know. <laughs> These hey, are my check, shoes. Hey, guys, so. look at my shoes. Look at my shoes. These are my shoes. This is probably, like, much better than having my own pair. I'm actually, like, playing with your pairs. Yeah, oh, no. Sure. <laughs> They're Thank great. Thank you for that. <laughs> I actually put some on because I was going to wear them, and then I remembered, like, oh, duh, it's a podcast. So, like, my feet Hey, you know what? Matter. Before we go, though, I really want to thank you guys because what you're doing is educating and spreading and changing the way people receive this message. You have such Peter a grave Cannabis. responsibility here because you're going to have wide visibility. You're going to have people that didn't intentionally mean to see your podcast, see your podcast. So bring them people of value. Bring them education. Please don't accentuate the perpetuation of the culture which demonizes the plant or you know puts girls in bikinis and thongs and you shows love the that plant. I saw that that's, no, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not what it's about <laughs> right. this is not about you know I love yeah. getting high and I love and I appreciate all subfacets of it subfacets of it yeah. but let's raise our but consciousness yachts and bikinis yeah. and sports cars and <laughs> let's raise our collective consciousness yes, yeah. thank yes. You. and we're thank close you. to it we're yeah. close to it and i feel like we're, we are, we're on the we're all all yeah. all of we're us at this table are, are reaching for that light we are and we're we're reaching out you're through part our of it right now networks. you're doing it yeah. you know thank you we, we're, we're in the light we're here literally with you literally, literally. um you know? thank you so much for being on the podcast oh, and, and we look forward to having you back and we look forward to checking in and and keeping up with yeah, you this has been absolutely. so so informational and good luck with everything you're doing thank you uh you keep you keep fucking yeah. giving it man because <laughs> we're picking it up yes. you're picking up what i'm putting down yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. We need to do some stuff.